Okay, so today I am going to talk about just life. So life and how sometimes it cannot go according to plan and how when it throws, you know, a wrench into your life, it throws a wrench into your plans, uh, but not into your progress. Okay, and that's what we're going to kind of go over today. Plans, yes. Progress, no. So let's kind of safeguard that and talk about that. So one of, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, um, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Have you heard that one before? I believe that was John Lennon. Um, so life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And it is very true. It's really, really true. If you are so focused on planning everything, on organizing everything, on focusing on every minute deal, detail, being a perfectionist, trying to control every outcome in your life. If you're so focused on that, you kind of miss the things that are happening around you, right? Does anybody consider themselves a perfectionist or tries to control things too much or try to control an outcome, right? Oh yeah, guilty here too. And you know, can you actually ever control an outcome? Never, right? You can control the effort you put in, and you can control what you do, but you can, can't control you know, what happens, right? And so what ends up happening is when we've been in this kind of perfectionist mindset, where we've tried to control things um, and control outcomes and have this order in our lives, we, de we develop this imbalance in our mind. We have this subconscious expectation that there will always be order because that's what you focus on. You're hyper-focused on it all the time, consciously or subconsciously on some level, we are all um, focused on order, right? And we have this um, uneven, unrealistic expectation of all, things always being in order, right? Because that's what we want. Why would we not want that, right? But here's the thing, the yin and yang symbol, that is the perfect representation of life, right? It's dark and lightness, good and evil, order, and chaos. Equal parts, equal parts. So if you only have half of the yin and yang, if you only got the yin, you have this huge imbalance, this huge imbalance. And then when chaos comes into this fairy tale world you've created of order and control, this safe little box you've created, it becomes extremely destructive. Um, and it throws you into like this emotional hole. And anybody who's been in one of those knows what I'm talking about, right? We get in this downward spiral of, I'm not good enough. Why am I trying? This is too hard. I want to give up. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. Why am I even trying, right? Whether it's in weight loss or any other area, like with a marriage, children, a career, we've had that spiral, right? And so this spiral happens when there's expectations that don't meet your reality right? We've created the reality that we feel safe in, but it's not the actual reality that we live in. We live in a world where chaos and order are beautifully dancing with each other equally, equally, but we've created this huge imbalance of thinking things will always be order and have order, right? And so the problem is not the failure. The problem is not the chaos. Okay, the problem is not when you fail and not when the chaos shows up. That's not the problem. The problem is the expectation of what you thought would happen in this fairy tale world. That is the problem. And so when you think of solutions, 
Don't think of a solution to the failure or a solution to avoiding the chaos. You think of a solution to the expectations, right? What did I expect to happen? And why am I so upset that it didn't happen, right? Because the feeling of upset, being disappointed, being discouraged, the only reason we feel those is because we didn't expect to feel those. That's why they hit so hard. We get upset, disappointed, and discouraged because we don't expect to get upset, disappointed, and discouraged. Does that make sense, ladies? We're just not expecting them. Then when they come, we're unprepared. They hit really hard when really they don't need to. When really, they're just emotions. It's just an emotion. In fact, they're good emotions. You need to say thank you for having those emotions instead of being thrown off for them. Because without being upset, you don't know what it's like to feel excited. And without being discouraged, you don't know what it's like to be proud. And without feeling disappointed, you don't know what it's like to feel hopeful, right? So the good with the bad. Say thank you for the bad. That's the only way we're ever able to recognize good and feel good is because we've experienced the bad. So instead of being thrown off by it, instead of avoiding it, instead of not expecting it, we expect it to come. We say thank you that it's there because then it allows us to feel the positive side effect. Does that make sense, ladies? The only reason we feel these negative emotions, especially when it comes to weight loss, right? Like I'm upset with my number on the scale. I'm discouraged that I cheated. You know, the only reason we have these intense emotions is because we didn't expect to have them in the first place. But expect to fail. Expect the number to be not nice sometimes. Expect yourself to cheat sometimes. And then when you do have those emotions come up, you're like, oh, okay, I knew these would come. They're here. Thank you. Because now I'm going to, you know, they're temporary. And now I know that. And the good feelings will feel so much better because I know what the bad feels like. That's a ca the caveat of living, right? You have a horrible, meaningless, boring life if there was no good or bad. Because you can't have one without the other. You can't experience one without the other. So it's really interesting, okay? Just these bad feelings, it's, it, that's not the problem. The bad feelings are not the problem. It's the expectation of not having these feelings, that's the problem. So I really want you to rethink of how you're searching for solutions in yourself, right? The solution is almost, okay, what did I fail at? Let me fix this. No, okay, how do I avoid this next time? No, not necessarily. What was I expecting from the situation in the first place? If I've only been, if I've been on my weight loss journey less than a year and I've put, and it took me years to put on weight, is it reasonable to think that that year is going to be perfect? It's not reasonable. It's not realistic. But yet we still get, you know, it, it, our, our panties in a knot when it goes not the way that we planned. So it's not how can I make it go as planned? Yes, that's definitely something we should think about, but it's, Let's go back a little bit. Let's tackle what did I think was going to happen? And then that completely opens up more room for solutions. There's more solutions and you don't feel as stuck if you fail at one solution. You have these to pull from. And it, it comes all full circle um, and, and, and all, it's all holistic and connected together. So when things don't go as planned, because they will, they will soon, they will in the future, they will live in the past. When they don't go as planned, that is the universe, that is the world presenting you with a test, right? You need tests. You need tests. What if kids in school didn't have tests? 
You wouldn't know if they're learning. You wouldn't know if they're just sitting there zoning out. You wouldn't know if they're progressing. You wouldn't know how to help them if they didn't take tests. So if there's tests in school, of course there are tests in life. But we take that test as you failed. You're a failure, but it's just a failure. And it's a test. And there's two things you can do with a test. You can just not take it, which guess what? Guarantees an automatic fail, right? Or you can take it, maybe you'll pass, maybe you'll fail. But guess what? I'll take a maybe fail over a guaranteed fail every day, right? You don't have to make that conscious decision, right? And so when things don't go as planned, okay, when things don't go as planned, when things don't meet your expectations, when you feel these intense emotions, um, when you, when you, try to control an outcome, whether that's the number on the scale, whether that's you know, a, a, a promotion in work. When you try to control this outcome and it didn't happen, you then in that moment have to ask yourself, okay, how does it make me feel? How do I feel about this situation that played out, this unplanned thing? How do I feel? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it in the middle? And if it's bad, why is it so bad? Why is it debilitating me? Do I need to take it back to my expectations? So that's the first thing. What were my expectations going into this? Number two, you say thank you. Thank you for the ability to experience these emotions because I know that they're temporary. I know that they're not going to last. And I know that the opposites of them are worth going through this temporarily. So say thank you. And then take the test. Take the test, right? We're afraid of failing, so we don't even take the test. But if you don't take the test, you've already guaranteed failed anyway. Take the test. When those unplanned things happen, there is opportunity in those. There's opportunity to test everything that you've learned because you don't know what you've learned until you get a chance to test it. You don't know how good or bad you are in something until you get the opportunity to test it. And you don't know where you're falling short and what you're lacking if you don't test it, right? Like you just don't. Yes, could you go the rest of your life locked in a room, never exposed to pizza or cupcakes or candy? Yeah. And you know temptation is bad and you have all the tips and the tricks to avoid it, but you'll never know if you've actually built the skills until you've put yourself in a room full of pizza, candy, and seeing how you react, right? Are you, is there a chance you're gonna fail when you do that? Yeah, 100% chance you're gonna fail. Do you always fail? No, sometimes you'll pass with flying colors, Sometimes you'll barely pass and sometimes you will fail. But you tried, you learned from it and you tested yourself instead of avoiding being tested altogether and then not having anything to measure what your next steps should be. If you could just climb the staircase the whole way instead of falling back a couple steps, then how would you know if you ever learned anything? It doesn't even make logical sense to say that I'm gonna go up, I'm gonna progress uh, in a good way the entire time. It doesn't make logical sense because you're in a position now that you don't want to be in. You don't want to stay in, regardless of if you're starting from scratch or you've been on your journey a while. Where you are now is not where you want to stay, which means something needs to change or be added or be taken away that got you to this position in the first place. So if there's something there that got you here, then it is not reasonable to think 
that you can walk a straight line of that incremental progress the entire way because you don't have that thing that you're missing to get there. And the expectation of that imbalanced order life, this fairy tale land, the safe land and bubble we've, we've lived in, of these stories we tell ourselves, of these reasons, of these excuses of why we do the things that we do, they keep us safe and protected, right? They do, we got tons of them. Tons of them we're aware of, you know, and tons of them we don't even know we do. And that's the crazy part. That's the part we're just finding out. But like the obvious ones, like, you know, um, you know, I got sick, damn it, damn it. You know, and how many times have you got sick in the past? And then you just said, screw it. You just ate your ice cream, you ate your soup, you slept all day, you watched Netflix all night, right? When, when first of all, is that how you get over being sick? Does that even make sense? Bad food, no sleep. You wouldn't let your kids do that, right? And so when we do those things, you know, that's that self-sabotage coming out because our self-sabotager is letting ourselves convince ourselves that that is the right solution because that solution keeps us in the bubble we've created, right? We're not challenging the bubble. We're not popping the bubble. But when you pop the bubble, you get to look at reality for what it is. It's not black and white. It balances, it's gray, good and evil, light and darkness, chaos and order. When you know those things are there and you don't get to control when those things pop up, when there's order, when there's chaos, you get to control you and your state at all times, not anything or anyone around you. When you can do that and accept it, those negative feelings are just negative feelings. They're not justification to fall off track right? Right now, you are probably using them to justify making bad decisions, right? Oh, it was my period. I got sick. I got injured. We're using our emotions to justify why we acted because we weren't expecting those emotions in the first place, or we actually like those emotions because it keeps us in our safe bubble, right? Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff, not nice to pop the bubble sometimes. Definitely not nice, but it's necessary. It's necessary so number one, you protect yourself along this journey. You're in it for the long run. You have longevity. You don't go, you don't burn hot in the beginning and then fizzle out. That's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. It's about balancing out those expectations, appreciating the negative emotions as just that, an ability to see positive, and then accepting the test. When you fail, you're not a failure. It's just a test, just a test. You have to take it or you guarantee fail. So the question becomes going forward, are you brave enough to make yourself uncomfortable, to pop your bubble and not use the excuses of my feelings, of my feelings made me do it, right? I just felt really bad and I had to have it. I had to have that bite, right? The things we say, because we're either using it to justify or we're unexpecting it. Okay, ladies, so let me know in the comments what you are taking away from this so far. Lots of stuff to learn here. Um, my biggest takeaways from you are, are you trying to hyper-control outcomes? Are you getting disappointed too easily when things don't go according to plan? Are you basing your actions off of your emotions? And are you thanking yourself enough for being in these tests? Are you, are you switching that mindset of, I need a test. It's about time I had a test. 
It's about time. So when's the last time you were tested? Have you been avoiding it? Did you just go through it? You need to test yourself to know where you are and what you need to do to move forward, to change, to better yourself, to protect yourself. And then over time, that's how you build up those mental calluses, right? You get calluses on your hands from working out. You get calluses on your brain and your mindset from going through this, this kind of exercise we talked about. All right, ladies. So going forward, what I want you to take away, okay? Do not back down from a test. When you're in those moments of I failed or this didn't go according to plan, you say, okay, this is a test. This is not a failure. That's it. Just say that out loud. Just say it to yourself out loud. This is a test, not a failure. Am I going to take the test or am I going to play it safe and avoid the test? You're going to take the maybe pass or the guaranteed fail. That's up to you in the moment. That's up to you. But now you know. Now you know. So now it's, there's even more pressure to make the right decision because now you know. Before you were blind, before you were ignorant, before you didn't know you were in your bubble. Now I've told you about your bubble. Are you going to actively stay in it or pop it? That's the hardest part, right? Because what do they say? Ignorance is bliss, right? Ignorance is bliss. It's nice being able to blame your emotions. It's nice. It helps. It keeps me comfy. You know, it makes me happy when I get to eat my spoonfuls of peanut butter because I had a bad day. It makes me feel better about my bad day. But then I feel like crap about myself before I go to bed. So it's, it, depend, it, it depends on what bad feeling do you want to feel. The feeling of letting yourself down and not taking a test or the feeling of failing a test but being proud enough that you actually took it. I'm not guaranteeing good or bad on either side. I'm guaranteeing that one way will make you proud and the other won't. Every time. And that's the only thing we have in life. If you really are a, a perfectionist, if you really want control, start with yourself. Control yourself. Control your actions, not the outcome. Because the, if the outcome is causing these negative emotions, whether that's the scale or wherever it may be in your life, then you're not putting in the action. The outcome is not aligning. So what expectations have you tricked yourself into believing? Ask yourself that question. What expectations have you tricked yourself into believing? All right, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, we live in a world where we want to stay comfortable. Human beings are very lazy. We take the road of least resistance all the time. Even when we squat, we'll do it you know, fast to get it over with instead of slow and, and low and feel the contraction, right? We do everything to feel, to make it seem easy because we're rushing through everything for some reason. We're trying to get through the, the next thing to the next thing to the next thing to either make it to vacation or make it to my birthday party or make it to the weekend. We're always trying to, to, to get through to make it somewhere. But you're gonna keep missing things. And you're going to keep getting caught off guard. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Don't miss out on life. Don't miss out on life. And don't let those negative emotions determine which path your life is going to take. That's the key here. You're going to feel them, expect them, appreciate them, but don't let them dictate your actions. All right, ladies? So... That is my lovely call today. Let me know if you have any thoughts, any questions in the comments. Uh, I'll open it up for that. But yeah, it's just about, you know, 
if we could do it by ourselves, we would be. If we could all do it by ourselves, I have coaches. Coaches have coaches. I've had coaches in so many different areas, so many different areas of my life, relationships, um, business, uh, like, like so much stuff, fitness coaches, nutritionists, like everything, because we need the help. We need the outside perspective because we don't even know our bubble. We don't even know how big our bubble is. We don't know that we've been blowing this bubble up for probably decades. So you need help popping it sometimes because it's not easy, right? Some people, you know, when you're at the top of the cliff, some people are the type of people that will jump right away, right? They'll just jump right away. Some people are the ones that stare down for a little bit and get really nervous, right? If you're that type of person, you need help popping your bubble. You're not going to pop your bubble yourself, right? It's too scary. It's too scary. So use your coaches. Um, take this outside perspective and apply it to pop your own bubble. That's what I need from you. All right, ladies. So you guys were awesome. Thank you so much. I love you, ladies. You guys always listen so intently. Uh, I hope you learned something. I hope you take this serious. I hope you really reflect on your bubble. How deep does it go? How deep? What are you justifying your actions with that are completely silly when you say it out loud? Because I bet you have a couple in your mind. You just got to say it out loud and you're like, oh, wow, really? Really, Madison? We're going to go with that one today? I say that to myself all the time. I'm like, really, that one? Right? And it, it's funny. Like, even like, sometimes you don't want to get up early and you're like, oh, I don't feel well. Or, or I'm tired. I need the extra rest. No, you don't. I say that to be like, okay, yeah, I stayed up an extra half an hour the night before. My fault. My fault. Now I'm justifying that I stayed up. Yeah, but that was my fault in the first place. So what are you going to do about it? Things like that. All right, ladies? Thank you. I love you.